0: All right, Hot Grits Podcast, episode 29. Travis Jadon here with Spencer Maddox. That's right, Trav. Uh, We are live right
1: now watching the Braves game. It's in the uh, 11th inning? 11th inning now, yeah. 11th inning. Game one of the, you know, Cards. So we'll be breaking that down. Uh, We'll also talk a little bit NBA Finals. Somehow, Dan Quinn still has a fucking job. Dan Quinn is still hired today,
0: as we speak, on September 29th. Incredible. Uh, Georgia football, which looked really bad and then started to look better. Got Auburn this weekend. They're going to have their hands full.
1: Right, um, right. Um, and then then we, I, got, we got some big globe news. And then, But first, do you want to talk about the podcast news that we got?
0: Yeah, big okay. globe news at the end. Uh, they're trying to take our way, our Durant Avenue globe, but not on our watch. So yeah. we'll talk about our plans for that. But first... Uh, we have a new sponsor for the show, title sponsor, Coach's Corner in Savannah. You'll hear their ad later in the show. Super excited, very, um, you know, humbled and honestly just like grateful that someone would take the chance on us after 28 episodes. Um, I think, I think we've proven that we're going to be yeah, consistent. We're grinders. ish yeah. with this. Um, grinders. and honestly, the people listening and the people that download and subscribe and rate five stars only. Um, those are the people that are the reason for Coach's Corner. I mean, it's not because of us,
1: yeah, right? It's because of... It's because you keep listening to our stupid Republican jokes, (laughs) Travis Dargo, and I mean, something, something's clicking. So we really appreciate that.
0: Um, yeah. So thank you, John Henderson. Thank you, Coach's Corner. Check them out. They have breakfast now from 6 a.m. to 10.30 a.m. Monday through Friday. Coach's Corner breakfast. That sounds legit. Um... Big 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 TPS out front of Coach's Corner for the yeah. Braves playoffs. Are you an omelet guy? No, I, when it comes to breakfast, I'm more of like uh, like French toast. Right, right, French right. Toast. I'm more of your sweets guy. Sweets and like breads over meats. Word for sure. Word. Like sausage, bacon, not really my thing. Word. How are our Braves doing right now? We got two outs, top eleven, still zero zero. It is almost <sighs> October, which means the Braves won't get hits. Um, but they have um another couple hours. Yeah, in September,
1: but uh, I. My takeaway from this game so far is they've given us everything that we could have hoped for. They didn't give up 10 runs in the first. Check. Right. Check. Freed went seven innings with like, what was it, like five pitches? I mean, he did not go full. Like, yeah, seven
0: innings, 77 pitches for Max Freed, which is nice because, um, you know, if you're listening to this before the Braves um, inevitably choke in game three of this series, uh, Max Freed could go an inning or two in that, in that game, I would think, a day from now. Uh, d- they could go, you know, uh, whoever they're going to start in game three, their dynamite relievers, and then Freed somewhere in the middle if you need two or three outs. Don't you think? Like, yeah. I mean, it's It's only one day rest, but 77 pitches is not.
1: Yeah. And I think that's,
0: that's exactly what we, 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 we talked about
1: it. it last night. If if Freed got if came out and gave up two runs, three runs in the first, just pull him immediately so he can pitch again in two days. You right. You know what I mean? Right. Which, I mean, that lines up perfectly. But, I mean, we'll we'll circle back to the Braves just because they're still playing, and uh, we don't know, you know, how this is going to play out.
0: Yeah, but to be clear, we are watching the Braves as we record this. So, if something – you got a uh, rally cap on, no? No, yeah.
1: I took it off. Oh, because the Reds are head. hitting,
0: yeah. Uh, well, I got my rally cap on still. Um, I think uh, from Braves to, unfortunately, the NBA Finals <laughs> is now set. It is LeBron's L.A. Lakers versus – my younger brother's Miami Heat. Um, yeah, he took out your Celtics, man. I, I don't think we've recorded since that. We have not. This is episode twenty nine, the first episode since I've been twenty nine. Yeah, um, and the first episode since the Celtics. So did you really, lost. did you really block your brother? Yeah. I so uh, during, I was watching that happen on Twitter. shit yeah. was fucking. Hilarious. So as the Celtics were were absolutely imploding down the stretch, um, here is a two out double from Nick Castellanos in the top of the 11th, that will probably end well. Um, so uh, as the Celtics are imploding down the stretch against the Heat, uh, I, you know my Twitter timeline starts blowing up. Not because Michael, my younger brother, is tagging me, um, but because he just won't stop talking about his goddamn Heat. And so I said, I just tweeted it, I said, look, I'm blocking this guy on my phone all night, okay? He's muted on Twitter for me all week. I put him in the corner. Time out for Michael because no one wants to hear about the Miami Heat. I, I don't know him. about you. Um, We have an interview at the end of this episode yeah. with one Mark DeRosa, a professional gambler. Not to be confused with Super Utility Man, Mark DeRosa, now on MLB Network. Yeah. But he seems, and you'll hear it, seems to lean heat in this yeah. series sabermetrically. Yeah. No, for, no, 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 for, for
1: betting purposes.
0: Okay, but that. miss me with the stats in this series. It's yeah. LeBron in the finals yeah. against the Heat. It's LeBron. He's going to win. Yeah. I like the Lakers in three. I, That's not I even think, possible, I think yeah? it's
1: very possible that this game goes six games. It's very possible it goes seven. All right, excuse me. The series goes six. It's very possible it goes seven. Miami's been playing their ass off, dude, and nobody has more grit. And I, I I hate using that phrase in basketball because it's very. That's what it is, depends. though. It I is. mean, that's what it is with yeah. this
0: team, and and they, and aren't they kind of one of the only teams? I guess the Celtics could, or the the Celtics like to think of themselves as culture. Yeah, a, as the brand, the Celtic uh, the Celtic way.
1: It recalls uh, like the Memphis Grizzly teams from earlier in this decade, like that that type of. Uh, who, the Heat or the Celtics? No, 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 the
0: Heat. The Heat, just, yeah, I can the, see In that. the way, like, they play extremely hard. I mean, I already told you, I I, I thought the Celtics were a lot like the Detroit Pistons uh, of the mid-2000s. Mid-aughts, yeah. I don't know. I don't know that I've seen a team like Miami. Uh, and, and they're quickly becoming not just Jimmy Butler and four really good, because they were really good players.
1: Yeah. No, right? like Tyler Hero, Hero is a Tyler star.
0: Hero is quickly becoming... He's a star. A star. And I think maybe if he has a really good finals, you would have to think him and Jamal Williams as far as, like, biggest stock jumps in the playoffs. Yeah. Out of everyone? I mean, right? Jamal Williams. Jamal Williams. No, not Jamal Williams. I was was like, what? Point guard. uh, guard, Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray. Murray. Who's Jamal Williams running back in Green Bay?
1: Uh, (sighs) Probably on my fantasy team. Yeah. (laughs) He's a no name, so that that is. Right let's on let's make our picks here. Yeah, he, I mean, he, he like, real, I, I'm gonna go quick.
0: Lakers, legit. Lakers, Lakers in
1: five. Lakers in five. I'm gonna pick Lakers in six. I think. Actually, you know what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lakers in six. I give. I give Miami two games. I think it's very, very possible they jump out and win game one.
0: Correct. Yeah, well, LeBron has a, his, a track record of losing game one. Um, speaking of losing game one, the so Braves have lost nine consecutive playoff series game ones. Um, first and second, two outs top or top of the zero oh, zero. Jesus. Dude. Uh it's not gonna end well. Um from NBA finals to Georgia football, they survived against Arkansas. I mean, they won going away, won pretty easily. Stetson Bennett Favre the fourth uh was leading them down the field after Dewan Mathis, Mathis absolutely shit the bed. I mean, he um, did not
1: look good, homie. He and looked scared. He did anything. and he got
0: hit early on. Then tip out of bounds on, on a, on a one-yard short yeah. of the first down marker.
1: And this is the guy from Wake Forest, right? This is our, our no, 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 okay. no,
0: no. Okay. Jamie Newman transferred. Right, right. Or, or Jamie Newman opted out. Okay. Ron Mathis is the redshirt freshman, former four-star Ohio State commit. Right, right, right. Um, who, there was speculation, he beat out Jamie Newman. And that's why Jamie Newman opted out. I think we know now there ain't no way in hell that that's possible. Yeah. That guy did not beat out Jamie Newman. We know that to be sure. We got bases loaded, two outs now. Oh, sheesh. Top of the 11th for the Braves in game one. Um, uh, Georgia I'm sweating. runs away pretty easily from Arkansas. Savannah native Demetrius Robertson, rough game, bunch of drops. Georgia continues to struggle to find a second receiver behind George Pickens. I think it will be Stetson Bennett moving forward. I don't know if that's a good thing.
1: Stetson Bennett looked good, though. I mean, Arkansas, not a good team. But what kind of team
0: do you want to be, though? want you want, do you want to be the kind of team that – if Stetson Bennett is your quarterback, yeah, that limits what you do. So you, there will be times where it's third and six, third and seven, where you're not even yeah. going to take a real shot at getting the first down. You're going to mm-hmm. lean on your defense. Like, can you go – What's terrifying is if
1: – I mean, you could have Stetson Bennett as the quarterback on the last two or three Georgia teams and be a really good team. Right, because they have a dominant run game and they've got that good defense. And, and their defense
0: is dominated yeah. this year, but the run game wasn't. Run
1: game's not. That wasn't not that great. It, yeah, it wasn't, wasn't that great. So I mean, I I feel like Georgia fans should be a little nervous, not not just because of the first half, but I mean, what are you going to do with that QB position? And we kind of had a feeling going in this was going to be a a slight bit of a rebuilding year, right? Like not, uh, not rebuilding, but
0: well, they started it, the season ranked number three in the country.
1: Yeah, I mean. but when it comes to Georgia quarterbacks, this was like. The quarterback room was in a rebuilding year, for sure,
0: right? I think so, yeah. I mean, that's safe to say. But here's the thing. Georgia, like, there is no non-conference. There aren't going to be a lot of cupcakes. You just had a cupcake, and you kind of struggled. Um, And not only that, you were sort of exposed and forced to show a large majority of your playbook um just in order to win the game. Right. Um, Georgia, eight-point favorites they opened as against Auburn, number seven in the country. <sighs> I don't bet on the dogs for or against them, but boy, oh boy, eight points for Auburn is a lot. I mean, I see your brain working. Eight points for Auburn is a lot.
1: Yeah, I mean Auburn's
0: got a good squad. I really like Bo Nix. They got a good ball club. Yeah. Shout out Todd Solid Judy. He was uh, really, being. I really, I like really like Auburn well. on
1: that line. I mean, why, why not, dude? What is, what is Georgia shown? Do you think they beat Auburn running away? No way.
0: No, I mean, essentially that's two scores. It, yeah, eight points. I mean, um, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I think... It I, is an eight-point line flat, though? It, that's where it opened at. I haven't that, checked it all week. That yet. does
1: make a difference. Yeah, I haven't checked it all Speaking week. Speaking of cupcakes, though, is there a bigger cupcake in these United States of America than fucking Dan Quinn? Hey, good segue. Thank
0: you. Good segue. Oh,
1: Cup, cupcake segue. my God. this This man, not only does he not belong as a head football coach... He doesn't belong in sports, dude. I don't buy him as a competitor, and I don't buy him as a leader, period.
0: Yeah, I, I believe like, that the term "defund Dan Quinn" should go viral. Yeah. Um but I'll say this: defund Dan Quinn. Are we put that on? A shirt. Are we impressed by Dan Quinn's ability to stay employed? Oh, oh it's doesn't it's he deserves some really, credit? Well, I.
1: He's such a nice guy. That's all you're going to hear. for the. Or if he has nice some guy.
0: dirt on Artie Blank. No way, dude. You don't think he's got a picture? No way. Arthur Blank would just have a Maybe a, a text murdered, message, bro. He would just have a murdered. Do you think Artie Blank has a guy to murder people? Of
1: course. Arthur, Arthur Blank. Oh, let me tell you this about Arthur Blank. Tell me something about Big Art. Came up in the Home Depot game. You know, he's a blue-collar billionaire, as they come. Much you know pale I mean?
0: and hard L- yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Came up in the Home Depot game. He's also a Jewish man. Okay, you don't gonna, see that. You no, don't you see don't see that a lot. You don't. So you're going to tell me this billionaire with ties to the Jewish mob, allegedly.
0: Well, you you said he was Jewish. Now he has ties to the Jewish. Allegedly, mob. that's a big leap. Allegedly. Go ahead. Allegedly. We'll- allegedly.
1: If he, if, if... You're the one alleging
0: it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> if Dan Quinn had dirt on him, he would be dead, not only
0: fired. Tyler Matz strikes Let's out go, Mike Moustakis baby. and the Braves' move on to the bottom of the 11th. It's still 0-0. With the top
1: of the order coming up in a thin bullpen, you gotta like where we're heading
0: right now. I mean, Three Cincinnati red legs sheesh. stranded on base, sheesh. and the top sheesh. of the Braves lineup is coming up. Braves scored 29 runs in a game this year, and they have not scored a run. And 10 at-bats. They have two hits today, ladies and gents. Oh, my God. An Acuna double and an Albies single. Uh, Who do you think um, hurt more last weekend? Georgia Southern or the Falcons? Because Georgia Southern had an absolute heartbreaker against the number 19 team in the country. They were winning again. And remember now, they barely beat Campbell, slipped by. Florida Atlantic cancels because they have uh, a few COVID cases. You got a week to prepare for number nineteen in the Sun Belt opener at home and or, or on the road. Well, they balled out too. on the road.
1: They, they fucking balled out, and it's
0: it does suck. Our guy shy wears after it again, dude. Yeah,
1: it does suck that they lost that, but you can't compare this to the Falcons, suit Well, Especially I'm just saying, like, fan base, man. I'm
0: like, saying, is it is it shittier for you as a fan? Okay, and I know neither one of us are like Georgia Southern fans, but I mean, I, I want them to win. Yeah, I got to I'll for dinner. Georgia Southern. Um, is shittier boys. as a fan when your team loses? Like, Georgia Southern didn't do anything wrong yeah. to lose that game.
1: No, it's not shitty. There's a lot of takeaways. That was number 19. That's a good-ass team. I know, but you were so close. Yeah, that, well, that's what thing. I mean. That game, Falcons go, weren't like that, go, that game can go either way. Yeah. What good takeaways do you have from the Falcons, dude? Um, Other than we're bitches. Bro, we're bitches as
0: fans, as players, as it's general stale. managers. We're it's bitches, stale. Bro. The Falcons need a change, and they yeah. need it desperately. And I don't know the rationale for keeping Dan Quinn. <laughs> I don't know it. Have you met someone that wants to keep Dan Quinn? They don't have a replacement, clearly. They don't have a plan. Who cares about this? You got it. If you would have done this last year when you didn't have a replacement, you would yeah. have a replacement now. Well, it's, um, I mean,
1: it's poor management. And it, it can't possibly be Thomas Dmitriov's call, right?
0: There's no I way. hope not because his job's on the line too. There's no way it's his call. He, ne- his, he needs to be on the chopping block as well. Yeah. Um, but but here's my question, and we'll move on from the Falcons and Danny Quinn. Have you met or read anything or anyone that's given you a legitimate argument for why Dan Quinn deserves this? No.
1: Name? I don't I don't think
0: there's anyone out I have not heard him. or read one thing. I'm talking about from you know. No, like impartial. Oh analysts. no 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 no! None no, of them are no, saying anything. No, it's I mean, very clear he needs to go. And then last year, it's almost like Arthur Blank, Blank is a
1: contrarian. Like he like hears all this noise. Let and me goes. show you. Yeah, he's like fuck. Well, you. I
0: didn't have any problem dipping on Mike Vick.
1: Yeah. I well, mean, I mean, that was.
0: This is this is almost as obvious to me. Yeah. You I mean, had to get rid of Mike Vick. You have to get rid of Dan Quinn. And if you lose next week, the difference. The
1: difference being, Mike Vick lied to Arthur Blank. If you remember. That. Well,
0: Dan Quinn told Artie Blank that he'd bring him a winner.
1: Yeah, true. Liar. I mean, maybe You're if, a liar. Maybe if looking back, Mike Vick. Maybe
0: if you had just told the truth, you would have got two years in
1: prison and uh, came out on the Atlanta Falcon.
0: I don't want to like really do the Mike Vick thing. I mean, it's still true that, Don- I mean, look at this guy. he still got a fucking job. Dan- Danny Quinn does. Dude. That, and he just true. keeps telling him the truth. Um, this is my fault. So another week, another Falcons choke. Um, we won't even, I'm not even going to spend time talking about who they have next or any of that. No, There's no point.
1: No, no, they've lost me.
0: Dude. Yeah. They it. don't get any more segments on this show. Um, all right, we'll pause now for a quick commercial break. Um, on the other side, we'll talk about the Durant Avenue Globe and our efforts to save it. Um, they are not taking that globe from us. No. Not from Fuck us. Fuck no, dude. Um, Keep Savannah weird. and uh keeps Savannah strange. And we'll also have the interview with professional gambler, Mark DeRosa. Come right back. Savannah's favorite sports podcast is now teaming up with Savannah's favorite sports bar.
1: That's right, Trav. We're teaming up with Coach's Corner on Victory Drive, and we could not be
0: more excited to be part of their network. The Hawkers podcast is now a part of Coach's Corner Sports Network, so check out Coach's Corner today. They're now serving breakfast Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 30 a.m. Check them out, 3016 East Victory Drive or 912-352-2933. All right. Thank you to Savannah Baseball Professional Academy and Ross Howard for sponsoring the show. And uh, once again, thank you, Coaches Corner, for being the uh, lead sponsor of the show. Uh, now it's really, really exciting. Yeah, we're gonna episode spending, twenty-nine, man. It was crazy. I don't know. I don't
1: know if they know what they've done, dude. We're going to be spending a lot more time up at Coach's Corner.
0: Yeah, like, yeah. Get the Coors Light bottles ready. Yeah, get them ready. Um, and Jameson and and for I mean anyone that's listening, to this is probably in or around Savannah. You've been to Coach's Corner before, like if you haven't oh, been sure. recently, like go check it out. The setup—you you, you can not find a better place nah. to watch a sporting event. And I'm telling you, you like, can just
1: skip the nonsense of downtown. Like
0: you, you yeah, the parking, like you don't yeah. have to worry about, uh, you know, like just the nonsense. Like you said, the circus it's, yeah, that it's is pretty downtown, much, pretty much centrally located too. It's you like, know what I like about Coach's? It's too, ten so minutes
1: from everyone's house.
0: If you go up there and watch a football game, and you know bars like this, right? If you go up there to some bars and watch yeah. a game. There's a guy sitting there, um, in like a uh he's got like a Kiss t-shirt on or something, like some obs- not obscure band, some really famous band. Yeah. So you know he's music guy yeah. or whatever. Um, it's probably Motley Crue. He, he knows that you're up there like biting your fingernails. You haven't even touched your drink. Yeah. You're staring at the screen the whole time, he's, talking to yourself, mumbling to yourself. And then he you wants to ask on you, this guy? Or yeah <laughs> So you Falcon Stern? <laughs> And you're like, like, bro, are you a Motley Crue fan? Yeah, it's like, um, yeah, Mohawk, I am. What, Like, could you step off? That doesn't happen yet, coaches. No. Because the chances are the guy at the other end of the bar True. has more money on it than you do. Yeah. And yeah. he's exactly. watching the Falcons more exactly. intently than you are. Um, That's the kind of place I want to be at. That's the kind of place you guys want to be at. So when you go, tell them that Hot Ritz sent you. Um, and also... When uh when you go by the Durant Avenue Globe next time. Yeah,
1: speaking time. of Savannah Staples.
0: Dude. Yeah, Savannah Staple, Coach's Corner, Savannah Staple Hot Grits Podcast, Savannah Staple Durant Avenue Globe, big ass globe. Now the Durant Avenue Globe, you guys know it, you love it, you have not cared about it. Yeah. Much like us. Now you should, because there are plans, tentatively, depending on who you ask, who you read, to move the globe in order to make room for. Not only a Parker's gas station. Let's be clear about that. It's not yeah. just a Parker's gas station. There will be a coffee shop Yeah. Um, in the plans. These plans are public record. You guys can look them up if you're interested in being really, really, really bored. And listen, um,
1: Parker's coffee, big oil, big coffee. You think we're going down without a fucking fight? This dude? is big oil versus hot grits. because yeah, dude. HGP versus the fucking world. Because we're going to keep Savannah fucking weird yeah i like that dirty globe it's been there my whole life you know what though it never has
0: been clean they don't no. they don't why why don't they sometimes it rains bro that's true sometimes it does rain uh mark the time there spencer with philosophical knowledge sometimes sometimes it rains it rains hot take um we i think that that globe story is just funny we're gonna keep following that yeah and see what happens there um I think uh, Braves went one, two, three. Obviously, in the 11th, <laughs> we go to the top of the 12th. That's Ronald Acuna. Still tied 0-0. Ronald. Freddie
1: Freeman and Azuna.
0: Yeah. Acuna swung Sheesh. 3-0. Popped out to short. Um, wise, wise decision there. Did you watch? Um, I don't know if you heard. Uh, Tuesday night, there were two guys arguing on a stage. I did. What do you think? Uh,
1: I don't know what. To really take away from that. There wasn't like a lot to glean. It was almost exactly what I thought it was going to be.
0: And I my, thought it was too.
1: My and mom. My cousin was getting on to my mom and her mom at the same time for not watching the debate because they turned it off. And I was like, they already know how they're voting. This is just right. stressful. Right. Dude. This isn't helping anyone. He's not. They can't support, you know, either candidate. I was just, looking
0: so forward to it. And we talked about it on the podcast. That it was going to be a was, must watch TV. I thought it was hilarious. It was super entertaining, but yeah. it was not as funny. As I thought it was going to be. I fun. thought it was funny. Yeah. I mean, but uh, like, I like, you know, and this is not a political podcast, but at the same time, we don't give a shit about saying how we feel yeah. or what we feel about this stuff because we are not authorities. Yeah. On pol- so I, my opinion is just that, an opinion. Um, I am legitimately undecided. And I, I don't feel that there are a lot of people like me. After last night, after the presidential, I've been Biden. I've been
1: undecided as well. I I, I, am, I know I'm not voting one way, but I don't know, I don't know what I'm doing with my vote to right. to put it clear. You, to toss, it it. The third, you yeah. toss it in the third, you it in the third. Biden came off soft as shit, and Trump came off like a
0: huge fucking dickhead. Just right. like I just like I kind of thought. The crowd being there was was important. I thought that there wasn't gonna be a crowd with COVID. Yeah, right. And so then when Trump makes his remarks to Sleepy Joe or or like makes fun of Joe Biden in some way, which his supporters like like that, that gets some points. If there was no crowd, there are no laughs. Yeah. And it just becomes sort of mean, mean and awkward. Yeah. yeah. Strange.
1: Um, It still was
0: mean and awkward. All of it. Well, it was, yeah. But I mean, okay, we know that it was good TV. I bet the ratings are nuts. (laughs) I haven't even seen the ratings. Um, I bet so. And we know that it did better. It had to have done better than every one of those baseball games last night combined. Um, Mm -hmm. So that's important, I guess. Um, I need to go ahead and do a little where we were right, where we were wrong. I was right about Doc Rivers. That's one yeah. for Travis, zero for I, I
1: I tweeted at you. I said one Travis, four O oh, Spencer.
0: You did sweep me four O oh, in. Yeah. the NFL games. So um, we but- are now in the top of the twelve zero zero Braves Reds. What else you got before we get to Mark DeRosa? Well, that's what I was just about to bring up. We've
1: got a really interesting interview with professional gambler uh, Mark DeRosa, who's like notably famous for placing a very, very high wager uh, bet, futures bet on right. Lamar Jackson last year to win the MVP.
0: That shit it, was fucking fascinating. When you hear this guy talk about his process and how like. When you say professional gambler, that's on the tax forms, people. Yeah. Professional gambler as occupation. Yeah. So I asked them, and and, you know, we asked them a lot of questions. I think you guys will really, really be interested in hearing it if you're amateur gamblers like us. Uh Reds lead-off hit was in the top of the 12th. The thing is, man, I like to think of
1: us as like not emotional gamblers. Like, whenever we make a pick, we don't pick the Falcons like every time. You know what I mean? Like, we don't we don't do that. We don't put the under. We definitely don't put the under. But, but we, yeah, I don't we touch don't, Georgia, we don't put our heart into it. And I thought that about us. And then hearing him talk, it was almost like he was like, so methodical and robotic. About it. It and you like, found
0: out we actually are. Yeah, like dude, like we are like, nowhere near as Yeah, like if he, if he loses, guy. if he loses
1: thousands of dollars, he's not going to bat an eye. You know so what I mean? Like it happens all the time.
0: Some of the questions we asked him and you'll have to listen for the answer. But some of the questions were what, what, like, if you're working today, what happens? He lives in Florida. And it's not legal to gamble there. No. So his answer to that was radical and yeah. wild. Uh, a regular 10-hour day for him is nuts, and it, it goes across time zones. It's a really, really good interview. Um, he is also a Dolphins fan, we found out. So he's obviously smart and depressed like me. Um, I think that's it, Spinny. Uh, anything else? No, that's it for me, man. All uh, right. Follow us on Twitter at Podcast Grits. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Jadon Sports and email the show at hotgritspod at com. We still don't forget to follow sponsors. me.
1: Don't forget to follow me at Spencer Maddox underscore. That's
0: underscore great. at the I've, end. I've become
1: a, like a must follow lately. Dude. Yeah, I'm that's tough.
0: Um, oh, we almost forgot. How did your fantasy baseball uh, uh, bro. championship turn? That's heartbreaking, man. I thought you were going to forget. You guys, The bats
1: went cold.
0: You guys, Everybody stopped playing. Was, um, Spencer was absolutely humbled. I mean, wh- was I Was I? Because my guys just stopped playing. I have no one to play. Well. What are you supposed to do? You can't drop people that you're going to And what do you from. think it was? Do you think they ran out of steam? Uh, yeah. I mean, the morale. Maybe they didn't expect to go that far. No. That, that's the
1: thing, dude. Um, but I mean, I'm happy to get there. It was my, you know, I went, I almost went worse the first I came damn near close. Probably better than anyone's ever done. We got to
0: stop part. recording before the British lose this ball game. Yep. Reds got first and third. Nobody out. Top 12. Oh, man. I've been saying it for the last 30 minutes. This is not going to end well. Get us out of here, dude. Get us out All right. Of here. Mark DeRosa interview. Check out Coach's Corner. Tell him we sent you. Thank you to SBPA, Savannah Baseball Academy. Thank and you, until yes. next time, we are on episode 30 next. Jeez. Welcome to October, my friends. Stay safe and wash your hands, you feel. By Mark DeRosa, who is a professional gambler. There is no not cool way to say that. Pretty
1: much the coolest thing ever. Mark, thanks <laughs> for
0: joining us. Thanks for having me. All right, so I guess I'll start. Spencer um, and I obviously have a lot of questions, um, but hopefully you can clear up some of them and maybe even make us a little money in the process. Um, all right, Mark, my first question that I think about when I think about someone that has your job, which as you say is a professional gambler on the tax form is how do you get to that spot? Kind of, how did that happen for you? Was it something that you were aiming for um, you know, when you, when you first started?
2: Yeah. So, uh, you know, I never grew up thinking that I was going to be a professional gambler. I, uh, you know, I always played poker in high school and that was kind of uh, my introduction to, to gambling in general. Uh, But we never took it very seriously. And, uh, you know, in college, it was more of a a social event, really. Um, But I ended up, uh, you know, making friends with uh, a dishwasher in a a restaurant that I was working at. And uh, he had a a weekly poker game in college. And uh, so I played that pretty frequently and uh, met some other people who were uh, really into gambling and um, uh, just kind of had similar interests uh, to other forms of gambling. Um, So we we ended up getting into um, playing blackjack online. Uh, And this was in, like, 2003, 2004. Um, And uh, back then, there was all these crazy casino promotions where they were trying to attract new players, and they would offer these humongous bonuses. Um, And you could extract that bonus money if you played the game the right way. And... uh,
1: That was before. Uh, that was before black, the famous Black Friday, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Before 2007, when the government basically cut the head off of gambling in the United States, online gambling. Right. Uh, I
0: remember that. I was a wee freshman in high school. I, lo- I think I lost all twelve dollars <laughs> in my account.
2: <laughs> well, you should have had an account to begin with if you were a freshman in high school. But
0: hey, yeah, and you also shouldn't probably true, drink Mark. beer.
1: But I mean. <laughs> Almost. Everyone. I'm just kidding. No, um, I was not my little one. cousin is a uh, is an ardent listener. And Caden, don't don't drink beer. I didn't mean that. Um, <laughs> but that actually transitions well to my question. Um, and make so, more than
0: twelve dollars if you play poker.
1: Yeah, he's Mark. I'm going to go ahead and tell you he's not a good poker player. We play pretty regularly. <laughs> but uh, that's actually a good segue. Uh, so I knew that you you got your start in cards. And um, talk about that transition from being a card player, you know, uh, a a casino gambler to moving into you mostly do just sports book now, right? Right, yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah, so I mean what was great about learning the casino games uh, was you learn what a house advantage is. So you learn that you're that as a player you're always at a disadvantage. Right. And so therefore to ever put the the odds in your favor, the conditions have to be different than what they normally would be at a regular game. Uh, So you kind of look for, I guess you could say holes um, or glitches in the system, you know, whatever you want to call it. Um, So, but that also teaches you discipline, you know, not to play into a game where you don't have an advantage. Um, So, uh, you know, being a casino player first really helped me later on um, with discipline. Right. so, but I mean, I've always been into football as a kid. I loved football um I loved fantasy football I was always really successful at fantasy football and uh you know, as I got more into casino gambling, um I kind of got into some other uh areas of interest with sports and uh especially with football, and at the same time, I was making connections with other guys who. Had interest in different sports markets. So, like for example, I had a guy who, who was really interested in NASCAR betting. I had a guy who was really interested in golf betting, um, and we all kind of just the the, the key to, the really the key to betting sports and, and winning at sports is you have to have more information.
0: Yeah, than you just like just like poker, it's
1: information based
0: You had guys on your staff, like you had a NASCAR guy, like or, or, or on your team. Is that what you mean? Yeah, it's more like a betting partnership, I right. guess you could say. Right. Yeah. Well, yes, yeah, that's, that's incredibly smart. Um, all right. I just I, I've always wanted to know kind of logistically, what is a like? What does a week look like for you or even a day, a 24 hour period? Or, like, are there hundreds of bets being made per day or is it one bet a week that you guys are sure of or, or is it just depending on the day or week? I mean, kind of what does a normal day or, or week look like for you guys?
2: Right. So there are no sure things. There are no locks. There are no fixed games, as far as I know. Um, there is no sure thing in gambling. Uh, but
1: you can't tell that you're an <laughs> NBA fan.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, there was fixed games, ba- you know, back when Donahue was the exactly. ref. But, <laughs> but unfortunately, True. I didn't know about any of that.
0: But yeah, There's actually some underlying conspiracy theories with Timmy e. D. I'm not sure it was just him. I'm just saying yeah. we can't yeah. go here there now
1: but there's actually a movie coming about out about that shortly but
0: um we, we won't go there now free timmy d
1: yeah but getting back to your question um it it really
2: depends on where i'm at or what i'm doing so if i'm in if i'm traveling to las vegas or new jersey or other states where uh, sports betting is legal and it's prevalent because it's not here in florida um right. then you know, you can you can you can play over the counter, which is when you're betting cash. You know, over the counter right. in a physical casino. A lot of places in New Jersey and Las Vegas have got casino apps and sports betting apps where you can play. Uh, you know, over the app and put a bet in. You know, in a matter of seconds. Um, once you're you in just the have state. to, yeah.
0: So I'm sorry. Like once you you mean like once you're in the state, like whatever state it is that that it's legal in. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, that's just wild to me. That, that, like, hop to hop on a plane and go to a state where it's legal. Like, either I don't know if it seems like futuristic or archaic that you have to go to another state it's, in the same country to, to yeah, fucking totally to place a to place to pay. It's
2: ridiculous. It's ridiculous, and it's all because of um, the Wire Act of like 1961. I'm not. I can't that sounds like an year, act but...
0: I would fucking hate. The Wire. Act.
2: Yeah. 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 So it's it's an old old piece of legislation I think that was designed to stop bookmaking from across state lines, and yes, it's, it's not, not really mob law. I'm a guess. It's not really too applicable to today's right, right. Uh, standards. So, but anyway, so a typical day. I mean, if I'm traveling and I'm able to get down a lot of volume, you know, I mean, I might place a couple hundred bets um, on a Sunday uh, if it's Whoa. you know high high volume. <laughs> Uh yeah, and, I was over uh,
0: yeah, four I, last I, week. <laughs> I was over four.
2: Yeah, I mean I, I mainly I mainly focus on NFL especially this time of year and right. You can you can carve up an NFL game in in so many different ways now and I, and I never I mean, I'm basically never ever even betting the actual game. Um
1: okay, so. so that was actually my next question. Um so I was I was wondering uh if you guys make you specifically would you make most of your money like your big money on the year on like futures bets or prop bets or whatever, or do you make your nut on the line like week to week? Because that's what a lot of us like amateur gamblers and a lot of our listeners would be doing. You know what I mean?
0: Or over Right. Like that. Right. Right.
1: So, I mean, the variance is going to be huge on
2: futures bets because you know, most of the time it's a, it's unlikely that you're going to win right. um, because you're getting tremendous odds. Uh, so you're unlikely to win, but, you um, but when somebody- you do win,
1: when you do win, like it's, you a big, with, uh, it's a big payoff. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off.
2: I said, um, you know, you're unlikely to win, but when you do win, there's a big payoff. So, you know, the the variance, so like last year, I did extremely well on on futures bets. Um, and I, I was kind of grinding on my week-to-week stuff. And, uh, you know, I, I I mean, I broke even, but it wasn't anything to really write home about. The year before, it was the total opposite. You know, it was I, I just crushed the week-to-week stuff where I was grinding a couple hundred bets a week. Uh, and, you know, my future position is pretty much broke even. So, you know, it's all a matter of variance. Um, you know, you have good weeks, you have bad weeks. Uh, it's, um, yeah.
0: All right. Uh, so good weeks, bad weeks. Uh, I'm guessing you have individual bets that you will remember forever one way or the other, good or bad. Um, I guess I'll give you the choice. Best bet you ever made worst bet you ever made um having never met you mark i've already sort of heard about this legendary lamar jackson story i, I i'd like to you <laughs> kind of tell it
2: right well i mean the best bet that you've ever made is kind of a uh what's the word for it it's i uh, i i can't <laughs> sorry yeah i mean, I guess that's a it's a great bet uh the best bet that i've ever made was probably the marlins at 2001 to win the and this year, which they almost pulled off. Uh, that was, that really? was a ridiculous bet, uh, but it ended up losing. So, you know, not all great bets win, but yeah. as far as the, as far as the Lamar, but uh, yeah, I mean, that was, that was the biggest score of my gambling career. Explain um, what it
0: was quickly if you could.
2: Sure. So it was uh, Lamar Jackson to win the MVP uh, for the 2019 NFL season. And um yeah, I mean, I had just, uh, like I said, I followed the NFL really closely. And, uh, you know, my logic for, for placing the bet was basically that uh, the Ravens had invested in him as a number one pick. Um, he was coming into his second season. Uh, he was a different player than any other player in the NFL with his ability to run the ball. Um, they hadn't really used him for throwing uh, in his rookie year. Um, and when they had the chance to dump him in the playoffs, cause they fell down, they fell behind to the chargers, I believe pretty, pretty heavily in their home playoff game. And, uh, they could have put in Flacco who was their, you know, super bowl winning quarterback, but they stuck it out with him. And, uh, once they, once they entered the off season, they actually got rid of their offensive coordinator, who I think was Marty Morningwig, And, uh, he had actually done a pretty good job, uh, transitioning from Flacco to Jackson during a rookie year and totally changing the offense. And, right. uh, you know, but they, they, they brought in Greg Roman, who had been with San Francisco when Kaepernick had his big years and he had been with Tyrod Taylor right. and Buffalo. And, uh, you know, I just, it's just seemed like they were really tailoring the offense yeah. to be a certain way. And I knew it was going to be different than the rest of the NFL. So
0: I remember seeing something that said, Paul Johnson, He's kind of like the modern day father of the option, like a t- like was with John Harbaugh and training camp and stuff. And they were reading something on Roto-Wire or something about how they were going to use the option package more often. And so and I was like, yeah, right. In the NFL, they're going to they're going to actually have packages with two option plays. Um, I guess that's that's why you're a professional gambler. <laughs>
2: Yeah, so I mean, I mean, part of it was, I mean, part of the other reason for me placing the bet was the odds were extremely high. I mean, I was getting the lowest odds that I placed were like sixty-six to one, and the highest that I got was like one hundred and twenty-five to one. So,
1: which it was a big payout. Looking back, those were clown odds even at the time in my mind. Yeah, I mean,
2: well, at the time that I placed the bets, I was the clown because I, you know, I was telling people, people within my circle. That I thought it had value and about half of them actually bet it and, you know, they made some serious money and about half of them laughed in my face. So, uh, yeah, yeah, even knowing that this is what I do for a living, uh, you know, they, they just couldn't see it. And it was one of those really, really, really rare times where, you know, I was so confident that, that if a certain, if, if it unfolded the way that I thought it was possible, I didn't see any way that the guy could lose, you know, um, my Which God, basically it looks
0: so obvious looking yeah. Back. yeah it's so crazy,
1: yeah, so did so you, yeah, I mean it was with um, the
0: money you made from from that Lamar from that Lamar Jackson, Knowing uh, what I know
1: about this guy, I don't think so, I think, <laughs> I think he hold it away, I'm sorry, I couldn't hear you,
0: I uh, no, I just wondering, like like when you win big time like that or and you said you bet it at different odds, right, like you, multiple bets on that, yeah, okay, so when you win something like that like. Do you take all all the money and put it back into the to the job like or to the craft of gambling, or, or is it a percentage like that you have in your mind before you win that you're going to take this and do that or or you know what i mean?
2: Yeah, so um it it all depends i mean to me money like money is just a tool It's like a, a tool in a in a toolbox. Yeah. Um,
0: that's it that's, you know, that's an o g quote right I there. love that shit. <laughs> on tool and toolbox. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, yeah,
2: I, I'm probably going to take some of the money and build an addition to my house. Um, But a lot of it, you know, you just have more money to to reinvest go. in your craft. Extremely so.
1: practical. So, I I actually have one more question for get you, a Mark, uh, for sure, I'm I'm sure Travis might have one more for you. But I got one more just personally. Um, sure, I got a, I got a 160 no limit coming up this weekend on <laughs> Sunday. Any just general tournament tips for me?
0: We're talking
1: poker, uh, we, we're yeah. talking poker here. We are talking poker. Hold them.
2: Hold Believe it or not, I'm a terrible poker player. Really? Um, me too. Yeah, I, I only play for fun. Like it's funny because like I try to start a home game, and like people in my hometown know what I do for a living, and they're like afraid to play poker with me. And <laughs> um, I'm not a good player. Like I'm poker is a very confrontational game, and I don't like confrontation, especially among people that I consider friends. So, really?
1: Well, hey, yeah, anytime so. you want to come down and play some poker, you're welcome. That. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh,
2: yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, I have no advice for you,
1: unfortunately. Damn. I was looking forward to that.
0: Mark, I, thought, I, I wanted to know. Uh it's, it's kind of twofold, um, and then we'll wrap up with you. Appreciate you taking the time. Yeah, man. Um, I... I know it's mostly sports. Is it exclusively sports? For instance, we're recording this tonight, um, September 29th, during um, a somewhat crucial president presidential election. Uh, like, do you, do you ever bet stuff like that? Like, what color tie Donald Trump's going to wear, or or is that just for dumb people like me?
2: Um. You can well first of all you it's hard to election. bet that in the United States Not because
0: ask, but you can like prop bets and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, so you can't
2: legally like bet on the election in the United States at like land-based casinos. Right. If you were playing on like uh, you know, online or something like that, you, you could. Um, you know, that being said, like I know a lot of people made a lot of money on a lot of professionals made a lot of money on Trump to uh to win the election uh in 2016. Uh just because he was trading at like five to one on election day, Whoa. and um,
0: that's you know, even a lot more severe than Lamar. Jackson. That's that's well, no. no. I'm just saying like that'd be yeah. people telling their friends that Donald Trump's going to win the presidency, and Mark telling his <laughs> friends that Lamar Jackson's the true MVP.
1: That's funny. Yeah.
0: Okay. So right. so yeah, you can bet
2: on that kind of stuff. Um, there are probably some very substantial edges to it. Uh, but unfortunately, you can't really bet it legally in the United States. So, all
0: right, Mark, and then I guess finally are you? Is there any tips you can give us for the NBA Finals or anything like that, or any, you know anything that you see that would prevent uh, me from losing LeBron James money again?
2: <laughs> um, you know, I don't really follow the NBA too much, but I do pay attention to a couple of uh, like predictive analytics sites and kind of. Taking their opinions and I know a couple of them really like the heat for the series um, I haven't bet it myself but um, a couple of them really like the heat and I mean they're like almost 3-1 to one underdogs to win the series and uh, you know I didn't watch a single NBA game but I know that they were pretty dominant all throughout the playoffs I mean they took down
1: the Bucks yeah. and Celtics and... yeah they
0: did take down the Celtics Travis is like a diehard
1: Seas fan yeah sorry I,
0: mean, I was are you a fan? Can you be a fan anymore, Mark? Do you like? Do you still have fandom?
1: No, not really.
2: I mean, I, I, I've been good, a, I was a lifelong Dolphins fan, and uh, Let's you know go, when you get
0: dude, fins up. I'm a let That's
2: good. I mean, when you when, when you bet for a living and you understand like what organizations are doing right and wrong, I, I really think that Stephen Ross has been a really bad owner, yeah. and I can't get behind anything that he's done. Although I will say. I think Flores is going to be a good coach. I like the GM, who's I think it's Greer, uh, who's, yeah. who's running the team now. He's better than anything they've had by miles uh, for
1: the last twenty years. Uh, well, probably since Par-
0: Par- Parcells years. was
1: running it. So
0: the Tannenbaum years were, were pretty pretty lean as well.
1: Yeah, journalism t- tends to kill your fandom as well. So don't worry.
0: <laughs> All right, Mike, you want to yeah. tell um, people how they can follow you on Twitter?
2: Yeah, so my Twitter handle is uh, at
1: EdTeach23.
0: EdTeach23, got it. He's Um, a good
1: follow, too, I follow.
0: Mark, hey, we really appreciate it. Really interesting stuff, and we don't want to keep you from uh, making that money anymore. Um, Good luck out there, right?
1: All right, thanks for having me. Thank you, Mark. Bye.